Well, this is not exactly the Palm Sunday that we would have imagined or planned for in 2019. Or even 2020. But here in 2021, after the past 13, 14 months of a dealing and flexing with this pandemic, we find ourselves gathered as one people, one congregation, one family of faith outside in our parking lot in our green space to welcome to commemorate Jesus entry into the holy city it's different for sure it feels different it certainly looks different and with all of the questions that we have had in planning this service and all of the concerns and anxieties we have experienced as a staff and you, the parents of these children who offered their song and their procession, their act of praise, the weeks that went into rehearsal and recording their song, that they would offer it today in such a strange setting. But today and this year, and maybe even 2,000 years ago, this setting, in all of its different feel, all of its different experience, all of its awkwardness and questions and anxieties and fears, maybe it is the most appropriate way to celebrate Jesus' triumphant entry into the holy city. To really kind of get a handle on what this may have been like, we've, we've got to go back. We've got to step into that time when Jesus was making his way to Jerusalem for that final time. The time he would enter into his passion. He would be arrested. He'd be charged. Be judged. Hopefully executed. But before all of that could happen, he had to act as the Messiah, the Son of God. He had to speak with the divine authority and to act with divine power. He did that all the way to the very end. In chapter 10, the last thing that happens in chapter 10 before these verses we just read is the, the healing, the, the regaining of sight by blind uh, Bartimaeus in, in the city of Jericho. We're told that Bartimaeus threw his cloak off when Jesus called him to come and, and, and to be touched, to be healed. He throws his cloak to the side and makes his way to Jesus and who Jesus says, your faith has made you well. Your faith has healed you. Your faith has given you sight. And we're told that Bartimaeus follows Jesus on his way to Jerusalem. Bartimaeus was probably in this crowd as, Je as Jesus made his way into the holy city. Maybe he threw his cloak again. Maybe he cut branches and laid them before the, the Messiah, the Son of God, as he makes his way into the city. But as we think about this, as we consider Jesus making his way in, one thing really captures my imagination, and that is the idea that Mark tells us that Jesus says to his disciples, go into the city, and there you will find a colt a cult that has never been written. 
Now, in all of my years of breaking horses, I have never heard of an unseasoned, unexperienced rider wanting to ride an unridden colt. Now, I've never broken a horse, ever. I've seen it in westerns and movies, and I can't imagine that Jesus would say, go get an unridden colt. Go get one that's never had a saddle on it, that's never had a bridle, that's never had the weight of a man on its back. Get that one for me. That's the one I want to ride. Now, I don't know what it would have looked like, but I can imagine that it could have been a little awkward. It could have been a little reckless. It could have been kind of a jerky ride. It, the, the colt would have been trying to get the weight off its back. It, it, maybe Jesus was too heavy for him to do too much. But certainly, this was not, this was not the mount for a king. This was not the mount for someone who was coming as the, as the Son of God, the Messiah, the Savior of Jerusalem. The one who would set the people free. The one who would discharge and cancel the Roman Empire. This is not the way this man should enter the king, into the holy city. This is an awkward, awkward sight. And so as he makes his way in, these, these followers are, are gathering around and, and they're moving before him and they're moving alongside of him and they're placing their cloaks in these branches to maybe, maybe to, as a sign of, of honor. But even in this sign of honor, it would have softened and muted the sound of this parade. It would have, it would have cushioned his fall in case the, the colt was able to actually get the way off his back. There's a lot of awkwardness in this scene. And the people are there, those his, his disciples, those who have, have heard this divine authority, those who have witnessed this divine power are there chanting Hosanna. Blessed is the one who comes. No matter how he comes. No matter how awkward this looks. And think too, while this is occurring on one of the gates of the city of Jerusalem, at another gate on the cross town, there's another parade. There's another gathering. There's another crowd. There's another power entering the holy city. Pilate may have entered the city the same time, the same day. And with Pilate mounted on a war horse, a large, powerful, experienced, trained animal, along with the cavalry unit, along with the units of infantry, marching in time with banners flying and fluttering and snapping in time with the steps of the, of the army. And people were there to witness this power. People were there to cheer this power on or to cheer this power down. Certainly they were there, those were, they were, they were there to cancel. They were there to see just exactly what they hated the oppression of the Roman Empire. But this parade came in with a loud noise, came in with power, with strength, with size, with force. This was an impressive sight. This was the world's power marching into a holy city to 
flex its muscle. There across town is this gathering of disciples watching, watching their Messiah coming in on a small colt. Never been ridden. Never experienced war. Never been trained for war. Never even I think Mark is telling us something very important here. I think what Mark wants us to know is that the Son of God, the Messiah, that Jesus Christ enters the Holy City, enters the Temple Mount to offer His challenge, a divine word to challenge the people of the day. He enters the city to change the world, their world, my world, your world, our world. And no matter how awkward or how humble or how meek or how unexpected Jesus' entry is to the holy city, into the world, into our world, Jesus comes into our world possessing, displaying divine authority and divine power that will certainly offer divine change. So as we experience the awkwardness of 2021 and 2020, let us always grasp and embrace the coming of Jesus Christ into our world humbly and powerfully, meekly and even quietly to offer us change, to offer us power, to offer us salvation. And for that we give great thanks to our Father in heaven. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.